everybody, and welcome to What's Up With That Bro. It's the show where we're watching the TV show Lost in reverse order, from the last episode to the first episode, or as we like to say here, we have to go back, words, uh, with one of our hosts, Chad Wago, who he has never seen Lost before. Hello, David K. Jones. Thank Hi. you for that uh, wonderful introduction. It is true that until I started recording this podcast, I had never before watched Lost. I only watch it now in connection with the recording of this podcast. And I like to watch it with one of my bros, AJ Nieves. Thank you. Thank you, Chad. Thank you for that nice introduction. I am AJ Nieves, and I'm another one of your bros on the show. And this week, we are considering Lost Season 3, Episode 18, DOC. Uh, after learning the others pregnant, women all die before giving birth on the island. Sun allows Juliet to examine her. Desmond allows an unlikely nemesis to help save the life of a new mysterious island in heaven. And that's just our general synopsis of the episode. Yeah. Kind of mysterious and vague, but we know a whole bunch more. Well, I got all that stuff kind of happens. And uh, we, get, uh, we get a fun Sun and Jin flashback episode. Yeah, yeah super key drama time. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think about that, Diane? Oh, I, f- I forgot to invite her this week. D- what? Yeah. But it's a Korean episode. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when when you predicted what ha- was going to happen in this episode last week, um, I believe you uh, thought it was going to be a Jack episode because D-O-C spells doc. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I forgot Juliet is also a doc. Yeah. See, that's very <laughs> sexist of you to think doc and go, oh, it must be the guy doctor. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. me. Super sexist. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, how are we feeling about this one? I usually ask that every episode, but how are you guys liking this one, this, this specific? I enjoy Super K drama times. Man. Bruh, I'm down with it. Like, it was fun, this episode. It's a, it's a nice it's a nice change of pace. Like, for some reason, uh, the uh, love rectangle bullshit always makes me super angry, but I like watching Sun and Jin love story. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it's fantastic. It, 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 yeah, I really do like this story, or their entire series arc over the show. It's been a lot of fun. And it's kind of nice. You get a chance to see a little bit more. We get to learn more about these two characters and their whole background. Did we already, were we already introduced to Sun and Jin having a, uh, what is it, a cast issue? Like they're, they're of different casts? Or? No, I don't think so. No? We haven't really seen a whole lot of them in Korea so far. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I guess we're going back, so we're seeing more of that. I didn't feel surprised that there was a cast thing. Hmm. Uh, so it might have been like lightly touched upon before that the uh, uh, son had married below her station. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it was like really like hit on the way it was in this episode. And also, that was way far below her station. Yeah. The son of a fisherman and a whore. <laughs> and yeah. she's the daughter of a um, car company yeah. CEO or whatever. Good old. Or in quotes, car company yeah. CEO. <laughs> I've yeah. never heard of pa- pa- Pack Automobiles. Well, have you we never heard of Pack Automotive? Like, that was... Um, is that where all the money is? Is that how you can, like, launder your money is through an automotive company? I guess that would make sense. Those things are losing money like crazy, right? Especially here. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know uh, local politics. Yeah. Or... Well, in the early two thousands in Korea, that that was the time to be manufacturing cars. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Pack is uh, that universe's Hyundai. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, he was probably producing a lot of. I wonder how much money he was making, or if, well, how much legit money he was yeah. making off of that business. 
I wonder how much money he's worth. He has like a safe full of like a hundred grand just cash. Yeah. Just straight up laying in a safe. And that safe looks so like rinkadink. Yeah. It wasn't like what's in a fancy safe. Yeah. Well, it's a hundred thousand Korean dollars. <laughs> I, I don't know what the exchange rate is at all. Uh, what do you think that translates to it? Uh, US, Chad? Uh, South Korean money, right? Yeah. South Korean. I think that's the won. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, won sounds right. I, I feel like it's spelled uh, it's not spelled that way <laughs> it's spelled with a j like it's spelled like wuyan or something oh, oh yeah you know what that makes i would yeah. i would believe that that sounds familiar yeah, don't we need a korean expert here <laughs> damn it diane <laughs> i i'm pretty sure that she doesn't know that <laughs> <laughs> and she would also call us racist for her expecting her to come on diane would give us the right answer yeah. the answer would probably coming from her would be pesos yeah no, I, I think Diane's answer would be, I hate your face. <laughs> <laughs> that is Diane's answer yeah. for most things. It's like, excuse me, ma'am, would you like more water in that glass? I hate your face. Yeah. She's got to think about faces. And hating them. Yeah. Maybe it's just our faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, maybe we can maybe we can jump into some of the island stuff. We get a injured Naomi who is out in the out in the woods they said that they had to like travel like they're eight hours away or like eight hour walk away from from the beach camp yeah how is it that they found themselves out there do you think i mean i don't even know if that's worth even going into that's probably what it. happened last episode yeah, yeah. Right, well maybe we can skip over that so they find this well, man, who, who is it it's we got uh jen and we've got desmond and charlie and hurley all hanging out in the jungle eight eight hours away from the beach camp Oh. I know so, where you're going with this. Oh, and you know, um, Jack even said next time he sees Charlie, he's like, oh, you guys went camping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro time. Yeah. So that's what they told him. Also, maybe it wasn't actually eight hours that it would take to get there if someone was like walking at a brisk pace and maybe Hurley slowed them down. Mm. Oh, I see. Interesting. Like it might have only been like a six hour walk yeah. under normal circumstances. Yeah. It's right. They didn't have like a Kenyan that crashed from the <laughs> Oceanic Eight Fifteen flight too, because like that dude would be so valuable. Yeah. Um, mostly for his recipes. I don't know what you guys are thinking. <laughs> uh, totally not racist. No, is that a Kenyan food? <laughs> he would open up his own Kenyan restaurant on that <laughs> island. Uh, like, hey man, can we ask you something? We need to get a message to the beach. Mm. And we thought, oh, I get it. You thought, because I'm Kenyan, that I would just be the runner guy. <laughs> well, I got dreams, too. My dreams include making this delicious Kenyan food. Yeah. <laughs> so, listeners, please uh, tweet us or Instagram us pictures of Kenyan food. <laughs> or fat Kenyans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Like a Hurley-sized Kenyan. <laughs> um, if you can send us that, that'll be amazing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I always feel? This is this is veering a little bit off, but this is what this podcast is. You know what I always thought was an awesome concept that I've seen like maybe once? Is always when they have like a fat speedster and like comics and movies and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing nothing makes me go like, yeah, yeah. I can't think of any. Yeah, I can't think of any either. Like, I guess yeah. Metal Gear Solid 2 had Fat Man. He was a speedster? He I had... thought he had bees. No, that was that was Metal Gear Solid Three. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Snake Eater. But in Metal Gear Solid Two, they had a guy called Fat Man who was a who was a bomb expert. So I he was wearing that, the big bomb suit. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure if he was even fat. I and remember. He had, he had rollerblades. That's why he was so fast. 
I remember that whole. I remember that boss fight. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, wow, that was a long time ago. What? Wasn't he called Fat Man not because he was fat, but because Fat Man and Little Boy? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of layers to this. Yeah. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid is a deep game. <laughs> it, well, it's a deep series. Yeah. It is. I mean, wasn't there at one point, speaking about like supernatural stuff, wasn't there like one point in like, I think it was what, the second one where they mentioned, and I, and I haven't, haven't played any of them afterwards, so you guys might know more, but wasn't there a point where like they said that all the decisions made out of the White House was being made by ghosts or something? <laughs> Do you guys remember this? Am I, am I, is this like, am I getting like the Mandela effect and I'm remembering something that's not a real thing? I think you're thinking of the end of, I think, the first one where Revolver Ocelot's on the phone. Okay. And at the end, he says, uh, and thank you, Mr. President, or whatever. Like, that's who he was reporting to. Oh. And it was it was over the credits. So you couldn't see anybody. So I, you could think that it was ghosts. I could swear that in Metal Gear Solid 2, <laughs> Sons of Guns of the Patriots? Sons of Liberty. Sons of yeah. Liberty. Okay. Guns of the Patriots was four. four? Yeah. Okay. Sons of Liberty, I swear, like the very end, and I could be totally fucking off on this. Is like the <laughs> like after the end credits and you beat the game, it was something like somebody was talking to like uh, all the dead American forefathers <laughs> and like taking orders for them or from them. Or oh, something like that. you're right. Yeah, something yeah. about it was something that was like hundreds of years old. Something like something. that. Were, were they really taking orders from like the actual dead presidents? Like they might have just been code names. Yeah, it, like I was thinking, it's just like they're just like representational things or avatars. That that would be that would make me the silliest person. <laughs> that like I was like, oh my god, it's the real Thomas Jefferson talking to Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> but maybe yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it was just a handle that they're going by. I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, listeners, if you can go onto YouTube and find that scene and deep dive yeah, out here for us, at us, yeah, let us know what the deal is. All I really remember about uh, Sons of Liberty was the Lale Lule Lo. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I remember that because I just remember thinking, like, what the <laughs> fuck kind of name is that? The Lale Lule Lo. Yeah. It's so hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it was created. By a Japanese person. <laughs> it's like, could you imagine uh, Hideo Kojima trying to explain that to other people? Is that what was he reaching out to like Tom Clancy or those types for any of the story stuff, or was that all him? I want to say Damn. it was all him. Oh. Damn, interesting. That's a lot of references to like Tom Clancy type stuff and like yeah. movies. Movies. Because like the the whole like a lot of the game is like it has a lot of American elements, right? Like yeah, and mm-hmm. even the subtitles of the, of the stuff seems very like. Patriotic, I guess you don't have to put a country to it, but it seems, yeah, it seems like the game was one that was geared towards patriotism. And so, well, maybe just the titles, because it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, game, the game really wasn't, the, or, or the series isn't really about, like, patriotism. Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of about patriotism, but a lot of it is, like, sort of patriotism gone wrong or, yeah. like, too far. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, the bad guy in the second game is the president of the United States. That's amazing. Who was also a clone of. Big boss. Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh man, that's right. I remember now. <laughs> Spoilers for Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, Solidus, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was the best. <laughs> we need to start a Metal Gear podcast. <laughs> we should. There's it's it's it, there's a lot to consider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never played Snake either, and I know you can technically eat snakes oh, in that game. Man, I want to do Metal Gear Minute. <laughs> yeah, we'll just watch the cutscenes. We should do time. that. 
you know what else you can do? You can wear an alligator head. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. And that game, that's... That's my favorite thing to do in that game is, is to wear the alligator head <laughs> and, like, walk around. Not, like, crawl and make people think that you're an alligator. But just, like, walk around with the alligator head and when you see people just start rolling. Yeah. Just do combat rolls <laughs> in your alligator head. Uh, all we right. should probably talk about Lost. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we can get back into it. Jin brings home dinner. Um, this this scene happens where he brings home dinner for for uh, for Sun, and this is after she has that interaction with this with this older woman who's blackmailing her. Um, what was what was Sun's thought? Like, what was she thinking? She just was she just she was just trying to spare her, her husband shame, right? Because this information this woman was threatening to put it out to like what the media or something was is that was that what was happening because it seemed like it wouldn't have been that big of a deal you know like oh so you would think that it wouldn't be that big of a deal but i mean her marriage made the papers yeah, yeah. automotive magnate's daughter mm-hmm. gets married yeah. to someone uh, of fisherman on a yeah. whore yeah yeah that's gonna be like some serious that's some TMZ shit. Yeah. Like, like, that's TMZ for, like, the auto industry. We don't have that here. There's, like, no automotive TMZ. Yeah, I think it's a cultural thing. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Especially they're talking about how it's a, it would bring him much shame to, to know that and to have that be made public. You know what I really did like is that scene that, um, that Sun has with, uh, with, with Jin's father, um, the, the fisherman, who basically tells her, like, oh, he says, like, yeah, she, he, he wouldn't tell you about me because he's ashamed. Doesn't she, wasn't that like a part of the dialogue where she said something like, yeah, is that something that you put into him? Because like, she said something along the lines of like, yeah, is this shame, the shame that you put into him to feel bad about being a fisherman or something like oh, that? Yeah. I don't know. Um, did, did you guys catch any of that? I don't know if I just, I felt like I was kind of off. Like I, I was kind of texting <laughs> during the <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a tough uh, episode to watch because everything's, well, all their stuff is in Korean. So if you're not reading the subtitles. It's easy to miss what's going on. Yeah, man. I, I spent a lot of time staring down my notes and looking back up going, like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> what just happened? Yeah. And I was like, oh, we could have like, went back, but I was all like, I get the broad strokes yeah. here. Because <laughs> you didn't you didn't want to feel that shame of being like, oh, I wasn't paying attention, guys. <laughs> guys, I wasn't, feeling, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I feel very, please don't blackmail me. Yeah. So that's, that's how Jin would have felt, except <laughs> that, uh, you know, his mother's a whore. Yeah. Oh, man. So... This, this kind of is a little bit fun. Um, well, not the horror part, but it, it is kind of fun to dive into the, the idea of, of Jin. Because I feel like we learn a lot about both of them. I feel like we learn a lot about Jin, especially in this episode. And Jin is not in a lot of those flashback scenes. Yeah. We learn a lot about him secondhand. But um, one thing that I found interesting was that like um, like his mom was, uh, I guess, a loose woman. Or, you know, the father said that he didn't know if, if Jin was really his son. But um, raised him up. Anyway, because uh, he had compassion for the boy. But um, what I found kind of interesting is like that was that was Jin's mother's route in life, and he ended up marrying Sun, who also you know had a, a moment of um, you know of of, of uh, infidelity, I guess you can say, like she wasn't truly faithful to her marriage or whatever. Um, well, well, the thing is, like uh, the father tried to sort of nice it up and just be like, oh, he she's been with a lot of men. Like, trying to just be like, oh, yeah, she, like, slept around a lot. But the thing is, the woman who was blackmailing uh, son, like, she straight up said, the son of a prostitute. 
So it's not like one of those things where it's just like, oh, you're calling her out on her behavior and you're calling her a whore. When it's just like, oh, you're, you're like slut shaming. It's like, no, no, she was uh, a prostitute. I see. That was oh, specifically okay. what she said. And, you know, it could be something where you could argue like, oh, well, you know, maybe that's not exactly what it was. But uh, the... Uh, big twist in the episode was that the old woman who was uh, blackmailing son was actually uh, Jin's mother. So if anyone uh, is going to say this person is a prostitute, it should be the prostitute herself. I see. Yeah. yeah okay. Or, you are, I, I didn't catch that. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's perfect. Because like, all right, now, now that makes a little bit more sense. Why yeah. it's shameful? Well, not, <laughs> well, yeah, that, that part versus like just where she was just like, you know, getting her groove on or whatever, you know. Cat in the boat town. Nah. <laughs> yeah. On that fishing so, village. Yeah. She's all like, oh, man, can't wait to get me a strong fisherman. <laughs> He's pulling in those nets. He can pull something else. Pull, pull. He didn't pull out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also learned that Jin said that he was in the army at one point. Yeah. He joined the army at 16, think, supposedly. Yeah, they, they had a picture of him in uniform yeah. in the uh, the fisherman hut. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a dirty uniform, too. Like, mm-hmm. um, And that's 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 just him trying to you know, play up the whole uh, control lower yeah. thing. He was but so like, poor, he had a dirty army uniform. On the wall. Like, <laughs> yo, dude, clean that shit and then throw it on your wall. Like, I get it. You don't have a lot of cash, but you got enough cash to throw, like, a clean uniform up on the wall. Just... <laughs> Just do that. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't take a lot to get a lot of um, uh, tide or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I was, I was you spend gonna... all day out in the water. You can just bring it with you. Yeah, fucking. Aren't you in Korea? Get some Calgon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, that's really racist. Yeah. That's the Calgon. It's not even Korean. Yeah, in South Korea, every every young man has to serve in the army like two years or something. Oh, oh okay. That's that's a real thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because the, the North Koreans can come at any time, so they always have to be battle ready yeah i see All like right. the israelis yeah yeah it's like that but oh. they also take their women too yeah oh i see yeah there's yeah that's right i remember that isn't gal gadot one like she used to be in the israeli army everyone who uh, grew up in israel and stayed there long enough was in the army interesting but yes wonder woman was in the israeli mm. army yeah we get we get mikhail back on the show yeah mikhail that's uh, tough one. i'm not sure uh, I said Mikhail, like he has his own navy or something. <laughs> I, w- I was wondering about <laughs> if anyone was going to mention that. Well, he was in the Soviet army as yeah. a medic. That's that's uh, that's interesting. Oh man, I, oh I don't want a prequel show with just Mikhail, like before he lost his uh, eye. Just give me that ABC. I mean, I'd be down to see that. He speaks Italian and Portuguese. Some and, weird polyglot, yeah. you know, with both his eyes. That dude's mm-hmm. unstoppable. And uh, we also find out that uh, Naomi speaks a whole bunch of languages, too, because uh, she also, in addition to Italian and Portuguese, spoke Spanish at one point. And she did it all unconsciously. Yeah. 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 Which is like next level polyglot. (laughs) She dreams in these other languages. Yeah. I would assume that when you're unconscious, you usually revert to your mother tongue. Yeah. Yeah. She's from Manchester. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's got she's got an original Manchester accent. Um, but yeah. yeah, so Mikhail shows up, <laughs> and um, he's the one to save Naomi in this episode. Yeah. She's our new mysterious island inhabitant. I love it when he shows up because he just comes 
walking out of the woods and then sees everybody and then they see him and there's a weird, there's a fun moment of them just like looking at each other and then he turns around and runs away. We were all watching it together <laughs> and I just had to crack up. It just it was it was it was so fun. I just loved that. Like he came bounding out for a quick second, saw the situation and then just like immediately assess like all right, five dudes, one lady. I can't take on these guys. One dying lady. I don't want to get involved with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I like, wish that there was like cartoon sound effects for that scene. <laughs> yeah. Like when everyone's like looking around it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when he turns around, it's like that Scooby Doo running noise. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I can't do that noise. So, <laughs> no. But you know which one I'm talking. about. I know which one you're talking about. That's Did, a meme. This whole that whole thing that happened is like a meme, basically. There's that, and then there's also like, you know, there's like a meme of him digging out on these five guys yeah. and like miss me with that rape shit. You know what I mean? Or something weird that Ooh. somebody would caption. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that's a bad place for us to go here. It's it's a sensitive climate that we're a part of right now. But, oh, Dave, please cut all that out. <laughs> just, just replace gonna... everything with the Scooby-Doo running hours. <laughs> it's just going to be Chad saying, remember that Scooby-Doo thing? And it's going to last for all of my rant that was on for like 30 seconds. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Jin, Jin chases him down and then they fight. Does not tackle. He, the first thing he does is tackle him. Well, he, he <laughs> tackles it, but he doesn't do the the standard uh, late late season loss tackle. Yeah, that was that wasn't part of the fight. That was to stop him. That was a tackle to uh, like he to he horse collared him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Theory. I'm tossing this out right now. <laughs> they had a different fight. We always talk about fight yeah. coordinator. They had a different fight coordinator who did the tackle, and then afterwards they had a different fight coordinator at, coordinator after that, and then like for the later seasons they got. Another guy that could do tackles, but couldn't do tackles as well as the first <laughs> fight coordinator. And everybody was just like, yeah, I guess that'll do. We can have these front tackles. Like, it wasn't it wasn't any any horse collaring action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real maybe, maybe someone get injured. So like, all right, <laughs> we got to slow down these tackles, you guys. Yeah. All right, guys. Only double leg takedowns from here on in. <laughs> We're going to need you to, you know, tuck your head, make sure... Be aware of your chin. Your teeth are going to chatter if they're too close <laughs> when you hit the ground. Yeah. That is strange. But um, I'm happy that, that uh, well, they, they tackled him down. And this is season three. The show is still playing with all these different larger mysteries that we already know the answers to that they didn't. Not even the writers, I don't think. Well, you know, I don't think the writers had like a, a planned course. But they said that Mikhail was supposed to be dead already. Or like, yeah, well, didn't like, didn't so-and-so kill you previously at that place and this and that? And he said, I already died once. So like, mm-hmm. that's another fun thing, kind of like how we were considering last week with uh, um, Anthony Cooper, where he said like, oh, I was, on a, I was in a car accident and now I'm here on this island looking at my dead son, so I must be in hell. So like, it, it's, I always like that, that the um, the writers, they weren't, they weren't, they, they weren't going to shy away from like, throwing shit at the viewer like you know like uh you guys think it's this well it's that it's like all right this guy said that he died once why is he back alive you know so i always always think that's always fun and i don't even know if we if we if the audience at this point knows the lifespan of richard alpert i don't even know if that was still like a secret because i don't think that's been revealed yet right maybe in the ben episode where he's a little kid yeah i think that's the that's the earliest we've seen so far where it's like oh that guy is the same age only he's gotten a haircut. <laughs> and then we see in the, the Locke episode later on, like he goes to visit Locke in the orphanage as a man who hasn't aged. Also, when I think Locke was born, he's there in the hospital. That's right. Yeah, so. That's right. 
that yeah. that's next season. Him. I see. I wonder. I wonder if we get any more of that, or if if, if what we saw last is just the earliest. No. Seems seems not unlikely because like, it seems like the stuff they showed with the last time we saw Albert, like it wasn't like a big reveal. Yeah, like, I wasn't like, who's this guy? Yeah, like why is he so old but so young? Yeah, we'll find out, or, yeah. or we won't, <laughs> or we already did. Yeah, <laughs> time travel is weird, you guys. <laughs> Yeah, that's what this show is all about. <laughs> Not only the show lost, but our podcast itself, where we are traveling backwards in time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one of the things that is going on in this episode is uh, Sun finding out about the whole like uh, pregnant lady curse on the island and Juliet's role in all that. Uh, one of the things that Juliet mentions is that in the last three years, she's lost nine patients. Yeah. And we haven't met any of... We met, like, maybe one? Maybe? I don't Yeah. Oh, no, maybe not. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think we met any. Like, at least not from where we're at or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. But that sort of puts a timeline on that Juliet origin episode that we got, mm-hmm. uh, I think, next season? Yeah. Yeah. The other uh, woman. Yeah, where... Uh, you know, she was already there when uh, Oceanic Eight Fifteen crashed, mm-hmm. but we weren't. We didn't know exactly how long she was there before that. Now we know that uh, it was uh, about two and a half ish years. Yeah, almost because they've been there. They said ninety days at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so like actually like almost three years. Yeah. But that that's uh, huh. that that brings up a lot of questions for me. Because I'm just like, how did she get here? <laughs> and like three years ago, when it's just like, uh, at that point, did wasn't the uh, um, didn't Ben kill everyone already by that point? Before she came, yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because at that point, he had killed everybody. He killed moved back the yeah the, the Dharma Initiative, mm-hmm. and then I guess joined the others at that point. Yeah. So by the time she comes along. Yeah, so it's like, how did she end up there yeah. if she wasn't? Uh, if she, ah, I think <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. I I, yeah. I want to believe that uh, after after the purge, after all the Dharma Initiative was wiped out and uh, the others started to occupy the barracks. At that point, like I think Ben started to assume his role as as like leader of the others, and then probably. I don't know. I, I don't know why he spent so much time on that fertility issue. Because, um, yeah, it seemed it seems strange. Because it's not something that even Richard was like, we don't care about this. Like, yeah. There's other things. There's bigger well, fish to fry. That's because there, there are two men. And they're not, you know, those nine women that got pregnant in the last three years and died because of it. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, just like speaking on a purely selfish level, if they know... That uh, men's sperm count is like super high oh, on the yeah. island. Five times as high. So it's just like, okay, so when you're fucking, you're like five times as likely to get the girl pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, getting a girl pregnant, that's a death sentence oh, for yeah. her. So you would think that you might want to solve that problem because otherwise, aren't women going to be less likely to want to fuck? Yeah. Oh, is that? Because it's, at... it's going to be like Russian roulette. That's amazing logical yeah. deduction. I love that. I love how you put that out there. That's perfect. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so Ben just wanted to fuck, basically, is what you're saying. Well, also, he got he was so uh, protective of Alex and Carl having sex with Alex because 
if he got her pregnant, then she would die. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And and even that is kind of, you approach that with like a measuredness oh, like yeah. of a psycho where he's just all like, I just didn't want him to get you pregnant or something. He says some line yeah. like that in one of the previous episodes. But like, he says it so nonchalantly. And I guess, um, but yeah, I totally forgot that like yeah. pregnancy was a death sentence because we see, you know, we see two of our original lost cast or lost Oceanic 15 that, that have babies, you know, by yeah. the end of the series. So I was just like, oh yeah, it's great. But because they yeah. probably used up all the Dharma condoms that were left over from the 70s. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know those are there, uh, like with some weird Dharma logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, please send us your condom, your Dharma Initiative condom logos. Yeah, on Twitter. Don't send us uh, your used condoms in person. Oh, that will be gross. That's unless they're Dharma condoms. Yeah, and unused. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, yeah, but uh, so if if you have five times as many sperm in your... This is going to get gross. In your cum, does that make it like five times as thick? Because there's, there's the two parts to the cum, like the, the watery semen part, and there's the, yeah. the sperm itself. I don't, like, or are you just shooting out like a longer, oh, just... larger load? Yeah, like, your load is five times as big or it's five times as thick. Imagine, like, imagine Jin's surprise. He's like, I just, it, I, I don't know. It just keeps coming out. I can't stop it. Like we're on stream number eighteen. Like yeah. I thought we were gonna be done after stream six. <laughs> oh, what do you mean that that Sawyer couldn't get Kate pregnant? Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Oh, well, in Russian roulette, there are blank chambers. That's true. That's true. Unless like Sawyer was like got hip and like you know. Maybe, yeah, maybe Sawyer was like super good at the rhythm method. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> Oh, my voice sounded weird there for a second. <laughs> well, you were thinking about Sawyer Cup. No. <laughs> uh, or Sawyer Spooge. You know, it's, well, that's another euphemism for Sawyer's jism. Man juice? There you go. Yeah. Sawyer's man juice. Buy it now at your local grocers. Costco's jizz? <laughs> it's man juice. You're just Sawyer's. naming other words for jizz. <laughs> you just put Sawyer in front. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh... Manjus, manjus. <laughs> there, I don't know where to go from. There. <laughs> well, I mean, that's because uh, the the island has its own different rules, and that's something that, that Mikhail says in this episode. Mikhail. Yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. really interesting. I opened the doors to that. <laughs> they said that, uh, um, you know, he he said like, oh, she should be better in about a day, day and a half. Yeah. And Charlie's like, what? That's impossible. She had a, she had a branch through her lungs. He's like, ah, oh, the rules are different here. It's like they've been here for ninety days. <laughs> Have they not noticed that yet? Yeah, yeah, like that you're cutting your hands while you're like out searching for fucking water and shit, yeah. and like it heals up immediately. Yeah, or they even say in this episode when they see Mikhail come coming out or recognize him, and I think Charlie says, "Oh, that's the guy that shot Saeed." The next time we see Saeed, he's fine. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the next time we see him is in the episode after this, yeah. where they're like, we got a woman in the tent. And you're like, okay, how's that bullet room wound from yeah. like a couple of days ago? Yeah, he's totally cool. That's uh, that's like that's that's great. So I guess this is the island protecting the light, and light is supposed to be life, and light is supposed <laughs> to be that. Sorry, I don't mean to be so whole hum about it, but like it's just it's 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 still great, but it's still like all right, I get it. Like the 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 life island is healing everybody. Yeah. Except for pregnant women. <laughs> Except for pregnant, pregnant women. Like, maybe it's one of those things, like, it's an overdrive. Or, like, um, Juliet tells Ben in one of the episodes that we've already seen, I think it was the other woman, when she says that, the like, during that that uh, second trimester, which, like, how she was mentioning to 
uh, son in this episode that like um, uh, like the feet like the the white blood cells turn on the fetus or something like that. Like it starts it figures it as a disease, which is strange because like normally you would think that that would happen early. Yeah, wow. yeah, but it happens like while the baby is a fetus. Yeah, the 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 lot the science. Well, the baby is a fetus, not a baby. <laughs> yeah, well, the baby is a fetus. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I just want to point that out for all of our uh, pro-life listeners out there. So, ladies, if you're thinking about getting rid of that baby, a nice island stay will take good care of that. <laughs> and you. And you. So, you know, two birds, one stone. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Jin finds the money. Jin finds the money that uh, that that son ends up, you know, blackmailing, essentially blackmailing her father for I shouldn't say essentially that's what happens, but um, Jin finds the money and she lies. But you know what? I don't know. I love this cast so much. Like this actor, both all these actors, you know, Sun has this moment. You can see it on her face that she uh, she didn't want him to find the money. So she had to lie quickly. So she ends up lying um, and says, oh, no, it was, a, it was a gift for my father for furniture and, you know, a honeymoon. But I think she was just trying to come up with a lie in that moment instead of saying like, oh, it's because your weird, you know, prostitute mom is blackmailing me. Yeah. But instead of saying that, she... You're she, a whore of a mother. <laughs> <laughs> she, I'm going to start sounding like an American yeah. couple. Yeah. Well, that happens. And um, like, in, like in the briefest of instance, you see uh, the actor kind of have this realization like, oh, that's right. He's sensitive about being from a lower caste. And I just said... <laughs> you know, buying furniture like it wasn't a big thing. And I guess that also shows where she's from, right? I mean, if, I don't know, that's, that's what I gathered from it. That's what that's what my experience of this episode was like, oh, wow, like she she had that realization that like, oh, wait, uh, I'm trying to lie here, but I'm actually making my <laughs> husband feel worse. Yeah, that's, that's, that's another one of those uh, tactics you need to learn as a married person is like sometimes to, uh, the best lie is to say something hurtful. <laughs> Because then they're but not worried a, about you lying anymore. But only a little hurtful. Yeah. Not like the full hurtful truth. Yeah, just enough to <laughs> just enough to get you out of wound. It's not mean. Yeah. yeah. Some right. steel focus. I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm 100% honest in my marriage. <laughs> I play by the book and I tell her everything in the honest, most honest manners. She's listening to this right now. Just like <laughs> shaking her head, ready to throw the phone on the floor. This son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah um yeah. yeah it was it was it was nice because it was even fun to see that in 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 that instance like Jin like i know like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of um conversation there but Jin kind of just uh he almost like makes like he's a little hurt by it or i can see that he's a little hurt by it but he's also like making a plea to her like you know i can take care of us i can provide for us but you can see like the broken heartedness in his face but also you can see like um, it was it was played well because it wasn't like it wasn't a line delivered in anger or he wasn't saying the words with anger like I can provide for us what is your problem why are you going to your dad for but it was more so like it was it was hurt mixed in with like I got this you know like put your trust in me a little bit yeah. your new husband or something which is which is interesting because I think it's it's nice that they threw that on TV because it seems like. Um, um, I think a lot of married couples, especially early on, that can be kind of an issue. Or like maybe one of the spouses is still kind of reliant on their family. And that's that's fine. You still need your family. But then it's also like, it's also kind of weird because then that marriage doesn't get a chance to really 
you know, really blossom into what it could be because now instead of it being you and the person taking on whatever, it's like you and the person, you know, and like, um, and something, and, and you know, like, yeah, like, and your father-in-law. And, and your father-in-law, yeah. Yeah, it's not like you and your spouse against the world. Right. And that just is also, that's just a source of, like, um, it's like a source of irritation within the marriage, too. Like, you know, because, mm. like, because now you got, like, uh, uh, it depends on the persons, too. I, I guess it depends on the personality types of, the, of those that are in the marriage or in a marriage. So, like, some people might just be totally cool with it. Like, oh, your dad's going to give us, like, a hundred grand? Shoot. Yeah. Some people are just not okay with it. And it just depends on the person, I suppose. Yeah, like uh, one of my uh, one of my buddies, uh, his brother, married a, a girl where uh, her parents gave them an apartment building. Whoa, a building? Yeah, that's amazing. So the thing is, like, they live rent free as like the super. Hmm. I see. Interesting. That's uh, I, I see that. Yeah, I mean, see, you know, but he's like still kind of supering it up, right? Is he like the handy guy there too? Or? No, he kind of has to because yeah. that's the that's sort of the condition of like, yeah, you, you get to live here for free, but you got to fix up other people's right. place. I see. I see. Well, no. I think that's a good deal. Yeah. Because ah. I think if, if you get like a, oh, it's a place to live and then it's also like a job. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have anything else going on, like that, that's, that's that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. 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 If you do have something else going on, it's a burden but also yeah. still kind of nice yeah yeah i don't know i was kind of tossing out my own opinion there um i don't know what do you guys think about like <laughs> the idea of i would love to m- marry a woman from a rich family whose parents wanted to make sure that we have everything we could ever want <laughs> <laughs> i feel you deep i uh I, I throw away our money constantly to keep us dependent on each other <laughs> that's why i have a room full of podcast equipment <laughs> Parents keep sending us checks. <laughs> uh, oh, that's great. That's great. Well, so we don't need that Patreon money is what you're saying. Yeah. We have girlfriend's parents' money. Yeah. Well I guess I, I need I need to keep buying podcasting equipment and Star Wars Funko Pops. <laughs> uh, yeah. And again, like to reiterate to our listeners, like, hey man, whatever your situation is, it's it's your situation. It's fine. Uh, but like um but then, yeah, I'm glad that the show kind of put that out there. And from what we know about Jin, Jin kind of seems like a, I don't know if we would call him a man's man, but he seems like a man of pride. Uh, I would classify him as something like that. He has pride. He's uh, like, he, he wants to be uh, important, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. And especially with the childhood and you know, the the life that he led previous to, to that. I guess, yeah, maybe he was always reaching out for something like that. Like, he was reaching out for the, to go higher than his station in, in life. Like, he just didn't want to be another fisherman or something like that. No. I don't know why that's such a shameful thing. Being a fisherman is hard work. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it's not like his dad was, like, you know, not doing anything. It was, or, you know, I... I well, a lot of uh, people that do uh, white collar stuff, they they look down on uh, blue collar people. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I've experienced some of that too. Yeah, I mean, like think think about like when we're growing up, like I, I'm I'm assuming here with uh, everyone's folks that you know they were pushing like, okay, you got to go to college, you got to go to college and get a good job, mm. go to college and get a good job, and 
Like, never once does it occur, like, hey, you should probably go to trade school. Yeah. Learn yeah. to work with your hands. Yeah. Like, that's something where it's, like, it's seen as a fallback if college wasn't right mm. for you. Yeah. That's true. That's I guess that is something that, that parents put on their kids. So you're, you know, indoctrinated with that idea that, oh, blue blue collar is bad or whatever. But, yeah, there's a lot of people that, that find a lot of fulfillment in those type of jobs. Yeah, and, and there's also a lot of money to be made in a lot of those jobs, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Like, some people make, yeah, some people make shit tons off of their trade. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I can't, I can't think, I can't throw like it. fishermen, in. like, the ones that go up to Alaska for, like, those big, like, Dude. crab fishing things. Yeah. Like, they make all their money for the year in, like, two weeks or whatever. And that's, like, a life-risking job. Yeah. You're, like, you're risking mm-hmm. your life. Like, like, nobody ever, nobody ever looks at the Alaskan, you know, those guys from, like, from, deadliest from the, catch. Deadliest yeah. catch. Thank you. I, I couldn't think of it. Like <laughs> nobody looks at those guys and like, ah, what a low caste person. All that money and danger they face. <laughs> you know, it's well. But to, be, it, to be fair, uh, America also sort of romanticizes blue collar work. They do. You're right. Like at the same time as looking down on it. Isn't that strange that they? they it seems schizophrenic the way the country holds those two ideas simultaneously. Mm-hmm. It is a little strange. Yeah. So if you uh, if you work a blue collar job, t- tweet at us. Get on Twitter, get and use your, your Twitter handle and tweet at us that you what your job is. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, um, I want to hear specifically from Joe, the plumber from uh, yeah. 2008. <laughs> Where you at, son? Man, tell us about your job. Yeah, I think my favorite Joe the plumber thing was uh, I saw at one point someone was uh, taking pictures of Joe the plumber, and they were putting captions. Where it was Homer Simpson quotes, <laughs> and I did not know that it was until I ran into one that I knew. <laughs> Which one did you know? I think I think it was uh, the one that was uh, Homer telling Lisa about like uh, life is about failure or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. I see. Hmm. I always want to think like just one. Don't have dreams. <laughs> don't have dreams like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, why are you uh, looking that up? Uh, my girlfriend and I, this last weekend, we were uh, somewhere and there was a guy playing his, 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 his ukulele and doing like covers of songs. And he uh, he started playing Why Do Birds Suddenly Appear? By, uh, the Carpenters? Song? Yeah, the Carpenters. And I heard that and I nope, someone's going to have to call Senior Ding Dong. <laughs> she had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> but luckily we do have If I was you. there, I would have got you. Yeah, High five. You. Right up on top. God damn, I'm, yeah. I'm there. Like, Thank he you. had that whip and everything, yeah. a little bull whip. And a bell hat, sombrero <laughs> thing. Yeah. If there's ever a problem, call senior thing. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. That's too funny. Yes, Frankie Yak is like a translation app for me. <laughs> it's as though she's from Korea or something. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, oh, it's too much. Yeah, and uh, the scene where Sun goes to her father... In his big office to ask for the money. Yeah, you know that big automotive office, like yeah. making all that automotive money. Yeah, those, those models of old cars in glass <laughs> boxes. That's so. That's so yeah. over the top. But, I mean, she she says, "Y'all, I need this money, no questions asked, because uh, I pretend everything's okay, and I don't. I pretend like I don't know what it is that you do." And he goes, "Okay, fine, but if you need this money to to help out your husband, then he's going to work for me." That's right. I forgot. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. That was it. Was a conditional offering, and that's what happens. No. Yeah, I mean, at least I'm trying to think of the episodes we've seen so far. We do know that he 
that uh, Jin has to go and get that that panda bear to go right. give to the to the Chinese ambassador's daughter who's having a baby. Is around. that the next time we see them in flashback form? So I'm, I see. can't think of another episode. Yeah. So so that's a good. That's a. I'm so happy you brought that up because I almost forgot that that was a part of the episode. Like what is what is what is Pike's aim? I don't know. It sounds sinister. It sounds wicked sinister. But then we see what he is that he makes Jin do, and it's go buy a toy for this baby. Yeah. Well, supposedly she was making reference to like his less than legal dealings as to you know all this other stuff. So now Jin is on that tip, but like he's also buying toys for people. Yeah. Whatever, but... That's that's all the criminal activity we know of. Yeah. That Pack Industries is involved in is uh, bribing <laughs> diplomats family with giant stuffed uh, panda bears yeah and if you i guess i guess that's just a gesture but like it seemed like <laughs> such a like that's such a cheap diplomat yeah like well he did buy my my brand new you know grandchild you know giant stuffed animal yeah well, they're, Give they're him they're what hard he to wants. get a hold of <laughs> yeah but he's yeah. not much of a, a gangster if that's, yeah that's the worst thing he makes jin do like, they're the stuffed teddy gang yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the gang that they're a part of in korea Stuff Teddy for life. Yeah, but they, they, but yeah, that that is that is um, that is a little strange. Like he wants he wants Jin under his employ, and Jin is already working for him, but in the legit part of his business. Right. So now because uh, because of this, I think you know what it was. Uh, if I if I had to guess, and I don't know if this is what the writers are going for, but it's just my own opinion. I think that like Pike kind of saw that like okay, well you can't provide for my daughter. And you can't, you know, you can't take care of yourself because now my daughter is secretly cleaning up a mess that that is going to befall on you or something like that. And you don't have the means to, to care for it. So you're going to be under my employ and I'll take care of my daughter through you. And I right. could be wrong, but that's what I would assume that was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think about about that particular scenario? Yeah, I think that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I uh, mixed up several, several quotes in my head. <laughs> Uh, the the one that I recognized was the I am so smart SMRT. Uh, uh, <laughs> I do that one to her a lot too. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Lisa thing was uh, uh, Lisa. If the Bible has taught us anything, and it hasn't, it's that girls should stick to girl sports such as hot oil wrestling and foxy boxing. <laughs> I just read that quote the other day because I looked up Foxy Boxing on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> and the dream quote that it was was, All my life I have had one dream to accomplish my many goals. <laughs> Man, Homer Simpson quotes are great. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, to yeah. Tweet us your favorite Simpsons quotes. Homer Simpson quotes. Yeah, mm-hmm. please. This week. Give, give us uh, the Frankie Act links. Yeah. Give us the goods, y'all. Give us the goods. Well, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, I guess bringing it home, the title of the episode DLC. We find out that means data conception. Oh, yeah. That's what Juliet is aiming to do. She brings by by doing an ultrasound. It's uh, uh, something that I'd like to point out about this. Every time you see in a show or movie uh, that they're going to do an ultrasound, 
the doctor always preps them with, this is going to be, be cold. cold. <laughs> Every single time. Oh, and yeah. You know what the thing is? They have a warming gel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have a warming gel. It doesn't necessarily have to be the cold gel, but that's just the way that this stuff always works on TV. Yeah. And I know there's a warming gel because they used a warming gel when I had an ultrasound of my balls. Oh. <laughs> Wait, let's that, go into that. Was that that KY warming gel that I keep seeing commercials for, though? No, no, it was a different kind of warming okay. gel. That's too funny. But uh, I had, like, this weird, like, lower abdominal pain. Like, I thought that, like, maybe, like, there was, like, a distension or, like, mm. something got twisted a up fetus. or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. I like don't that. know. You had a fetus in your balls. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. Right. And the doctors didn't either. Mm-hmm. Like, I had uh, an ultrasound, a CAT scan, like, something else that was done. I Did don't they remember. find out what happened with your balls? No, no. Uh, they oh. just gave me a bottle of painkillers and sent me home. Wait, so... Uh, are your balls okay? <laughs> uh, As your I, concerned friends, we want to know about your balls, bro. When was this? How long? This this was like uh, 2008, maybe. Ooh, what? Almost Ten years. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like. Well, so I assume that my balls are fine because right. they're still there. <laughs> and they don't hurt anymore. No. Ah, strange. Well, That's usually strange. not. Occasionally, I sit on them because I'm getting older. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I wonder. Yeah, like, I mean, it hurts when you hit them. Yeah. Or smush them. Yeah. It was, yeah, that's normal. It was the start of a new presidency, so your balls are like, something different's coming. <laughs> I can feel it. I think I'm going to let them know. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm always sad that I didn't ask them for a printout of the ultrasound. Oh, yeah. I would have that framed in my office. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have had it framed in my office. I would have put it in my wallet so I could show it to people. <laughs> and then they could be like, oh, my God, is this your baby? And I'm like, no, that's my nuts. <laughs> These are my balls. <laughs> you yeah, just look at, at my balls. My balls. Oh, like, it's so cute. It's like that ball showing game in that waiting mm, movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's that's like next level. You're all like, you want to see something? This is an ultrasound. I want to show you. It's my balls. You looked. You lost the game. <laughs> You're done lost. It's over. You've been schooled by next yeah. level ball showdom. Was this uh, an uh, old school? Uh, I just forgot the word. The old school. Um. I want to say sonogram. Sonogram, right? Ultrasound. Ultrasound. Yeah. So the old school, like black and white one, or like that new no, 3D it was black and bumpy white. one. Oh, okay. I see. Oh man, those those 3D ones kind of freak me out. Yeah. Like I don't have any kids, but you see like a three dimensional vert, like yeah, that's image. like that shit don't look human. Yeah, yeah it looks don't like bumpy. some CGI mm-hmm. like fucking. This looks like some some fucking Cthulhu shit. <laughs> I know. It looks like some weird like CD, CW level CGI <laughs> demon thing. You know, it's fucked up. Yeah. It's I like I don't know next why week to... on Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining me in that chat. I don't know why I went in on CW, but I was just like, yeah, all right. Yeah. When you look at Chad, Chad Wago, you think CW. <laughs> yeah, David still wants to do that next week on the CW yeah. series. That's great. I need a green screen and some wigs and we're going to do it. <laughs> I need a green screen, some wigs, and, and three hours a week to work on it. Oh, Jesus. That sounds out. Yeah. Sign me up. I wanna. Yeah. I wanna be. I wanna be all up in that, or around that, or on that. <laughs> Some proposition. Part, part <laughs> of me almost doesn't even want to bother with like the wigs and <laughs> just do the green screen. <laughs> oh, it's like there's no costume changes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just whatever I happen to wear to David's house that day. <laughs> That's so funny, and it just so happens you're in this particular background. Like, mm-hmm. hey guys. <laughs> really dark out there in space yeah. ah it's uh, i'm fighting the devil it's supernatural 
<laughs> I don't know what they do on uh, that show. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what they do on that show. The show's been on for so long. Yeah. Somebody had a quote on, like, um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, right? Somebody had a quote on uh, Reddit, and they're just all like, one day, like, uh, and, like I remember my great my grandfather came home from the war, kissed his wife, and told us in the very first episode of Supernatural. And I think the joke was supposed <laughs> to be, like, Supernatural's been on TV forever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I have no idea what they do on that show because what Tumblr tells me that they do is not what they're doing. <laughs> what is Tumblr saying? Oh, that they're having a lot of gay brother sex. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what Tumblr's for. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Tumblr's weird. <laughs> I gotta get back on Tumblr, you guys. Yeah. Missing out on all that uh, supernatural gay fandoms, yeah. brother, insexual sex, I whatever. I got signed out of Tumblr. And whenever I go try to go to a Tumblr, it's like, oh, safe mode is on. Log in to like, turn it off. and like, I don't <laughs> I don't know how to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so now you only tumble on safe mode? Yeah. That's great. Oh, that's man, that, that's that got to be pretty weak sauce. Yeah, like, I don't even bother with it anymore. Like, <laughs> what do you get to see on Tumblr on safe mode? Pictures of ducks? I don't think I've been... I don't think I've clicked on a, a link to a Tumblr that I've been able to see in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't... Yeah, I haven't been on Tumblr in a long time. Like, I used to have the app and then like I updated my phone and I was just all like... I don't know. I don't ever like you know. Like I haven't used it in so long. I was like, I'm not gonna re-download yeah. this and just mm-hmm. let it sit. My issue with Tumblr is like I never really understood how it worked. Like I just looked at a bunch of different Tumblr pages. Mm. It's just a blog site, right? Yeah, but but uh, the reblogging process and the liking process, like I I never really got it. I mean, I understood what it's kind of supposed to be, mm. but it's like I didn't understand like how stuff shows up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I still don't get Tumblr. I feel like I'm, I'm five years too old for what I missed it by that much. Well, yeah. how, how much too old are you for Snapchat? How much too old are you for 4chan? You're never well, too old for 4chan. <laughs> <laughs> I think once you're old enough to, to vote, you're too old for 4chan. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious. Yeah. Once you realize Tide Pods are not nutritious. <laughs> uh, all right. I know we're wrapping up, but what the fuck is up with that weird fat trend, the Tide Pods <laughs> thing? That's this generation... Like I, God someone, damn someone it. told me that it started as a 4chan hoax, where it was just like a bunch of people trying to fuck with the olds. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> unfortunately, some of the younger, dumber people were like, "Oh, this is a thing now." Okay. Oh my gosh, what what is happening? I mean, we're we're here in this room. We're like we're millennials, but we're like the cool ones that yeah. grew up without the internet. <laughs> we're on that uh, the millennial generation X cusp. Yeah, As some people call us the Xennials. Yeah, because that yeah. name couldn't have gotten dumber. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know, man. This the 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 newer younger generation. Yeah. You know what? I'm just I'm turning into an old cranky old man. It's gonna be shaking my weird ass cane at everybody. No, you kids, gonna shake your weird ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna shake my weird ass in front of these kids. Yeah, you, you kids. Sh- you should call yourself a Willennial. <laughs> Oh, we need to take that because that, that was right in our, our wheelhouse of yeah. age. Yeah. You guys remember yeah. that other song, mm-hmm. um, that British singer? It was called Millennium. And it was, I forget, it was like Bobby TV something. Show. Well, I remember the TV show too. <laughs> With yeah. the snake eating it still? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Ouroboros. That's right. Uh, are you, I'm trying to remember what song the you're British talking one? about. Yeah. It was, all right. It was, um, it was that one. Or it was like, uh, I think the lyrics are something like, We got stars directing our fate. You know that song? Oh, Robbie, Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams, that's the guy. Oh, I'm glad we figured it out. No, was, just... was that the video where he's like 
tearing chunks of his flesh off and throwing it at people? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know if I ever saw the video, but it, I would remember There's a Robbie that. Williams video where, like, he's standing on, like, a giant turntable or something, and, yeah. like, the fans are all, like, watching him, and he's, like, taking off clothes and throwing it at him, and everyone's like, yay! And then he rips off his skin, and he throws it at the audience. They're like, yay! And then he rips off his ass cheeks and throws them at the audience. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, I'm, awesome. I'm, 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 as soon as we're done here, I'm immediately pulling that yeah. up on my phone. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that. I want to. Oh shit! Nope. I want to see like Robbie Williams. Like, no, that's Rock DJ. Like, what is that? Name of that song? It's Rock DJ. I think. Rock DJ. Yeah, that'll be in the show notes for this episode on our website. What's up with that, bro? Dot com. If uh, nothing, nothing in this episode is good enough for a screen cap, you should totally have the picture <laughs> of him ripping off his ass cheeks <laughs> and just write, "What's up with that, bro?" Yeah. Uh, you guys remember that one song? Uh, man, do you guys remember that one <laughs> British song? It was. Um, Ah, it was so it was so weird. It was like a guy. It was like a rock song, and a guy had long hair. He was getting out of like a a bathtub in a spaceship, and there was like a <laughs> giant towel monster that toweled him dry. And then the ship got attacked by like a space squid. Oh, um, that's uh, uh, the darkness. The uh, darkness. That's believe the guy. Thing called love. No. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna owe so much money by the time yeah. we're doing this. Uh, I don't think. We have to pay royalties if it's you singing. Oh, yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. But if you if we played the actual song, yeah, loophole. I'm gonna sing everything now. <laughs> like, what's the theme for Die Hard? <laughs> Wait, the theme for Die Hard. Wait, is there a theme for Die Hard? It's probably like it's just like <laughs> it's an orchestra. Yeah, that's uh, like sing the Terminator theme. Da 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 da. See, like it just starts getting weird and weird. Sing the theme from Patch Adams. Like what? That's that's probably what is that guy? Um, Robin Williams. Well, Robin Williams. What is what is that? What is the what is the the? I was composer of the clown. Well, there's that, but like um, I'm thinking about composers. Like, what are some famous Hollywood composers? Somebody probably John Williams. John Williams. Somebody scored that fucking Patch Adams movie. I don't know why I'm stuck on that. Maybe it's Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. That's the Simpsons guy, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, and he did like a whole... Didn't he do like the Star Wars prequels? You know what? We're getting way off topic. <laughs> no, that's John yeah, Williams. That's John Williams. That's John Williams. Okay. And the new Star Wars movies are scored by Michael Giacchino. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The you guy who does the, uh, the music for Lost. Oh! Well. All right then. Yeah. And just like that, folks, we're yeah. back in. We're we back go. on. We're back in it. I'm going to count that as an Easter egg. <laughs> Easter egg corner. Sweet. Yeah. Um, we're at that bridge where Sun and Jin's mother meet up. That's uh, that's a bridge over the Ala Stream <clears throat> next to the Chinatown Cultural Plaza. Yeah. Just a few blocks from here. Yeah. River Street in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh. Patch Adams uh, music by Mark Scheiman. Oh. Oh man. I don't know who that guy is. That guy has like three fans. You're like, oh my <laughs> he god. He's perhaps right best known for <laughs> writing the music and co writing the lyrics for the Broadway musical version of the John Waters film Hairspray. Oh, oh okay. Go on there, buddy. That's cool. Yeah, that's uh that's basically all I had. Oh and uh uh Peck Automotive is in uh or Pike Automotive is in uh First Hawaiian Bank building downtown. Yes. Oh, okay. I think we see. We'll see that. Uh, we saw that last time. Uh, son went up to her dad and, and told him how it's going to be mm-hmm. for some reason. 
Oh, she she bought all the stock in the thing with her. So oh, that's money. right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I've already seen that. Yeah, she owned the controlling stock or whatever in yeah. Pike, Pike Industries. And then after after uh, Mikhail Mikhail um, saves um, Naomi's life, she says something to him in Portuguese, and Desmond's like, "What did she just say?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, she said thank you, thank you for helping me." <laughs> yeah. And he's obviously lying. Oh, yeah. Apparently, she said uh, in Portuguese, I am not alone. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. I am here with you. <laughs> Though we're far apart, you're always in my heart. I am not alone. I don't know that song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's, uh, that's Easter Egg Corner for this week. So now it's time for the untitled um, Chad's predictions for next week. All, All right, right. what what's the name? All right, so the name of next week's episode is going to be called Catch Twenty Two. Catch Twenty Two. Okay, so this is another time travel episode. No, it's not. <laughs> um, Catch Twenty Two. Okay, so the boys go on a camping trip, mm-hmm. and they realize that if they do a certain thing that something's going to happen but if they don't it's still gonna no no i don't uh, i don't i can't figure out how to work the title in there all i know is that they're going camping okay so that's on island life who do you think the flashback oh, or flash yeah. forward or flash whatever is going to be about no uh, i think it's going to be about desmond oh wow why desmond uh, because Desmond is going camping. He's yeah. one of the four guys going That's camping. Right, it's going okay. yeah. And it's not going to be Charlie, because uh, Charlie gets uh, the end of the season episode. Yeah, it's true. That's only a few episodes ago, or yeah. it will be in a few episodes. So yeah. you want to repeat? I kind of feel like Hurley doesn't even get one episode per season. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of like, he's kind of spaced out. Like, I feel like he got like three. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I think we've only seen like maybe two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think next week it's going to be uh, the four of them going like, oh, you guys want to go see a dead body? And it's like, um, stand by me or is it not <laughs> me? But then they find out, oh, the body's not dead. Yeah. It's alive and it's, it's Naomi. Yeah, it's just got a branch in it. <laughs> but there'll be a scene of everybody puking on each other. Yeah. So instead oh. of uh, poking poking the dead body with a branch, they're just like, there's already a branch there. What are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? Poker with not that? Like, I see you got a little branch in you. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the running noise was. (laughs) It's like, anytime someone on this show mentions rape, you should just immediately play that sound effect. (laughs) I'm going to bleep that word out with the sound. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a good episode. We'd like to thank our guest, Diane um, Kim, for being here. Oh, yeah, Yeah, my bad. She'll be here in a few weeks (laughs) to cover a Saeed episode or something. Okay. Right. That way she can't accuse us of being racist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would be great if we told her we're bringing her in for a Saeed episode and then just make it Sun and Jin. <laughs> like, we skipped we'll all the way to season two. this episode. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a fun bonus Patreon episode. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's. I guess that'll do it for us. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. If you want to come and find us, please find us on our various social media means and methods. And one of the... Um, one of the more popular ones is probably our Instagram over at WhatBroPod. Also, our Twitter handle, which is at WhatBroPod. And we have Facebook and um, all that good stuff. And yeah. you could write to us on our emails at uh, what's up with that bro podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Perfect. And um, chat if, if everybody wants Negative to. Negative1.net. 
And Dave? Oh, uh, DKJ Comedy on Twitter. And me, Aniev003 on Twitter. Boom. Fastest plug yeah. you've ever thrown out. No, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to, like, rush everyone. I was just like, I know where this is going. I know the answer. <laughs> no, that's perfect. I love that. Like, you know, when you know the answer and somebody's like, I got a question for you. What do you think about, like, oh, shit, this is my time to shine. <laughs> All my 13 years of, like, art history. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love answering questions before people finish asking them. <laughs> It's my favorite thing. <laughs> it's like the best, right? I, I, I know where you're going from. Yeah. Like when you actually get it right, it's just like, <laughs> oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> It's like the best. It's almost like a stadium where people stood up for mm-hmm. you and started to cheer. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I guessed that question and I had the answer. <laughs> you guys know what's up. Worship me. I am a God. Yeah. No, I get you. I, I totally get you. Well, that's, uh, that's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost. <laughs> <laughs>